Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Stop Your 706. It's the committee podcast. Tonight we have the usual suspects. There's some unusual suspects joining us this evening. Uh, Am I the unusual? Yes. Is it, is yes, it me? yes, Lauren. It's me. It's oh, Lauren, guys. Yes. It's, it's me. It's Lauren. I'm back. Howdy. Hey, everyone. Who else is joining us? Because nobody knows how to do proper intros. Hey, everybody. It's Al. Please, if you're watching this on YouTube, excuse her piss poor uh, video quality. Oh my gosh, fuck off, man. We just started and you throwing I'm just, shots? I'm not throwing shots. I'm saying this is the one time I like posted it live on Twitter and like your audio, your camera is like terrible. Oh, wait, we're live? Okay, cool. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I really should have calmed down my hair. So I apologize because I was not properly warned that this would be a live. So I didn't I know we were live, but cheers. Yeah, this is uh, Marcus Sniffles from uh, Twitter. <laughs> he said from Twitter. <laughs> where else? Would, where else are you known from? Like, that's it. Twitter. That's it. Twitter. Catch me out here in these streets. Get my tweets off, son. That's what I do that. Yeah. Uh, shout out to everybody banks with us every week. Appreciate it. Uh, I want to shout out real quick, Tori. Now I can shout you out without any repercussions. I appreciate you sharing our posts on Facebook. You are the real MVP, so shout out to you. But let's jump right into it. I'm going to start off real quick because this might be like a go off the air, uh, shit, go off the uh, topic list. So a couple months ago, I was at the gym, right? I was working out. And I was doing my thug fizz. I was in there. It was about like 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon, so it was pretty empty. So it was a pretty wide open gym. And, you know, between my sets, I do weighted jump ropes. So I'm like, you know, doing my jump rope thing. And then one of these uh, compadres in there comes in there. He's like, yo, you can't jump rope in here. I'm like, says when? He's like, oh, you got to go in the back room and jump rope. I'm like, all right. And I proceed to continue to jump rope. So fast wait, forward. like, No, like, wait, I have a question. You said a compadre. So is this like an employee or is this just like another gym goer? Oh, no, it's, a, it's an employee. Okay, employee. go ahead. Continue. He's like a personal trainer. So I'm like, dog, I've been here like two years and I, I do this like every day. What are you talking about? Where are my contract says I can't jump rope in an empty gym into my sets. So I'm like, all right, bet. So every time after that, I don't know if it was me or just, you know, you being paranoid, but I, I feel like he'd have some some looks for me when I come in or I come into a little workout room, he'd leave or would make eye contact, stuff like that. I'm like, all right, bet. It is what it is. I continue to jump rope to this day. Fast forward like six months later, I'm playing Fortnite yesterday, and we definitely lost. But in the midst of losing, I ordered Uber Eats, right? So I'm chilling, I'm chilling, I'm chilling. My phone rings, I go downstairs, I'm like, shit, my Uber Eats is here. How about us the dude at the gym tell me I can't jump rope? Wow. Dude was all oh, like, God, where you live? <gasps> fuck that dude. <laughs> no, I was more like, yo, he was all like, oh, oh, yeah, uh, what's Sorrel? I- I've never heard of this, like, being all, you know, hi, he, he, ha, ha. Like, bro, you weren't acting like this at the gym about six months ago telling me I couldn't jump rope. Now you pull up in your busted fucking Chevy. At the gym, you know, pulling up in your busted Chevy with your dusty sunglasses on, trying to regulate. Now you deliver my food. So my question is, I know a big thing in 2018 is keeping the same energy. Now I knew it was dude. I I was kind of not sure. I'm like, this dude looks mad familiar. I was like, you know what? That is that guy. But I was like, whatever. I'm trying to play Fortnite. I'm like, yeah, man, it's pretty good. You should try it out. So my question is, should you or do you have to keep your same energy? if the person reciprocates you a different energy, if that makes sense. Like, there is no reason for me to be ice cream on the man delivering my food. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, it is what it is. 
Because he didn't well, come. With, he didn't come. With, he didn't come with the nonsense. He's acting all he he ha ha. I'm pretty sure you recognized the car in the front yard. Because I'm here all the time. I think it's hard. To, let, let me tell you. I actually have a, and this happened to me twice, and I was so mad at myself because I went to a baby shower and. Um, a girl went back and told the girl a whole bunch of shit about something I said. So another girl came and she's like, I don't appreciate you going back and telling what we talked about and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I didn't do that. That's not how I went down. So I ended up blocking the, the two girls that went back and said the nonsense or whatever. But we have been friends for years. Classy. So I kind of cussed them out and I blocked them. And I was like, fuck these people, right? Very classy. And then I seen the girl at the nail shop for the first time in like six months and I spoke to her and I was mad at myself. I was like, damn, I'm supposed to be mad at her. I forgot. So I, I think it's kind of, I think I was supposed to be mad though. Cause like you just, I felt like, I felt like, I felt like she just really like in that situation, she really went back and twisted what was said. And then a lot of stuff, it wasn't even me that said it. And so I felt like she just needed to start some drama. She might have felt like we were taking her friend away or we were getting more close. And so she needed to kind of insert herself in there. And I felt that it was really shady and, and messed up. Um, so, yeah, I felt like and then you had this other person coming at me, attacking me and, you know, without even knowing the whole story. So I feel like I'm supposed to be mad at them forever. I really wanted to keep the same energy. I just forgot. I think it's. um tasking to be mad and to be petty and to be angry it takes with people. up so much energy it's energy yes it takes, it takes up, up so energy. much energy there's plenty of people where it's just like all right fuck you fuck you fuck you i'm done with y'all but then at the same time it's like if i see ron i'm not about to purpose to go out of my way to be so, right and do all of that i'm just gonna like if i have to be cordial around you i'll be cordial around you but that doesn't mean we're friends that doesn't mean i forgive you so because right. it, it takes up so much energy it really does yeah. And then, I did that too where I forget. Like, I forgot about um being mad at Starbucks. I was at Target. Oh I caught myself. <laughs> I was in line and I was like, yo, I can go for like a nice, what is it, the green tea matcha frap? And I was like, oh, because it's like, you know, the weather was good. When the weather's good, I need my Starbucks. So I just got done being, you know, all tranquil and in the Target. So I go and I'm in line and I was like, wait a second. What am I doing? I'm in no, so I left. I got out the line. I was good, but I almost forgot how pissed I was at Starbucks still. But you know what? Speaking of Starbucks, and I know we're going off subject, I was in Atlanta yesterday and I was I caught the mega bus to Atlanta to take my kids and then we got there at nine and my bus didn't leave to come back to Jacksonville till noon. So I was in the mall, but I didn't have service. So I went up above and there was a Starbucks across the street. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go sit in the Starbucks. I'm a little bit nervous because I don't want them to, you know, kick me out. Because I don't eat, I don't drink Starbucks or whatever, eat or whatever they have there. I've never, I don't care for Starbucks. So I went in there. I was all nervous. I sat in the corner. And then like 20 minutes later, these two police officers come in. And so I started sweating. I was like, oh, shit. I was, I was so paranoid. And no one said anything to me. But I was paranoid and shit in, in Starbucks yesterday. I swear to God. It was crazy. But no, no one. I guess they were just in there to enjoy, you know, some Starbucks. But it was crazy. I was really nervous. Those two hours I sat there. What these people have done? Because I know. I feel like I should sue them. Marcus, what are your thoughts? Marcus, well, what are your thoughts? I mean, Marcus, what are your thoughts? It seems like uh, the diversity training at Starbucks isn't isn't working too too well, but it, it does 
seemed like your, your man's from the gym was not is the one that wasn't keeping the same energy because when he's at the gym and he's in a quote unquote position of authority, he feel like he can. Talk he has to no. He has. He, first of all, he has no authority over me. I mean, he feel he feels like it. That's why I said. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. He is kind of swole though. I mean, he feel a certain way, but when he's on the other end of that stick, when it's like, oh, you're serving other people now, you're delivering food now. It's like, oh. Well, customer service, you try to get those stars. I mean, hey, what I, was that? What I, was I, that? I took him a little $2, you know what I'm saying? I gave him a little $2. Yeah. Petty if I'd have been like, no tip. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to give you $2. I you feel like it's saying? petty anyway, though, because what, I mean, you, you want him to keep the same energy because what he was doing his job. Maybe they do have a rule that says you can't jump rope in that room. They definitely do not have a rule. How do you know? Because I've, been it, because I've been there, I've been there for two, two years. You don't know. And, and let me tell you, and and that is the problem with people that don't do the job the correct way. Because here no, comes her bullshit. I'm just saying, it's very annoying to me. Like when I when I used to work customer service on the phone, and people would be like, "Oh, well, I've never had to answer this kind of questions for." before for security ma'am i don't give a fuck that the last person that you spoke with wasn't doing their job and they let you you know get whatever information you need for your husband's account but unless you can answer these questions and your husband is there to verify give me permission to speak with you i'm not gonna speak with you because i'm not gonna lose my job because the last person you spoke with can't take help me take care of my kids so i don't give a fuck i want to go by the rule books what kind of what kind of gym says what kind of gym has a rule that says you can't jump rope and okay. I don't think you gym, that's not what you gym, said. You said or that's not what he said. He said you can't jump up in here. Right. Right. Was, yeah, this, was this an open area? Like what kind of area is this? I'm I, I there was I, nobody, there was nobody. You got nobody you got there. too you got too much energy not to have all the facts. That's all that's all I'm saying. First Ooh, of all, first of all, first and foremost, all right, if it was that big of a deal, why didn't he go get why didn't he elevate it then? Why don't you go get the manager and say, hey, I, I think this he guy is breaking to do his, the rules. I think he wanted his to do his job. Out of here. And I'd have been like, pull out my contract, show me in the contract, because it wasn't that serious. But because maybe it wasn't. There. I don't maybe care. maybe because it wasn't that serious to him. Maybe he said, "Okay, I did." It was my serious enough for him to stop me in my yeah, yeah, workout we're, we're, to tell me to cop, stop jumping. We're here, copper, please, for this guy now. Right here, copper, please. Like it's it's serious enough for him to say something, but not serious enough to take it to the next level. As far because as, yeah. it's yeah. not. Because he like, did his job. It's just know, like, the okay, people, I did my job. They called the police. I told they, thought it was, they thought it was serious enough for the guys to be in there. But if he had done that, then it would have been an issue. The man did his job, and when you did, and when you did, how would it be an issue? He'd be you doing his it. jobs correctly. She, uh, he was the manager. That's the next step. She's, she's boycotting Starbucks, so obviously it would have been an issue. No, I'm talking about the. What are you talking? I'm talking about the gym guy. Right. What I'm saying is, is that if they would have escalated it, it would have been an issue for black people because, oh my God, they're being so petty. I'm what I'm telling, sure what I'm telling you is, don't care about me what I'm telling you is, oh no, because it would have went viral. Oh, they caught him for it, jump roping. It's not uh, that. I, okay, now, now you're what being I'm, ridiculous. What I'm saying this is escalated very quickly. Because I was, just, I was like, because what, what I was saying is like, look, all right, cool, cancel my contract. For okay, the, like, I'm out. For, I don't, for, I'll take, I'll sit, for an imaginary rule. And then I would flame them on Twitter like I flamed the guy when I got done. Exactly. You're gonna do the fake outrage, and then Twitter will I'm be not, upset. It's not. It's not fake. It's not. It's not fake outrage. It's like, yo, that dude's a clown. Like I've been doing this for two years, and nobody has ever said. I mean, it. technically, old boy wasn't doing this job because he continued to jump rope in that area. Exactly. So him just him just telling him is not doing his job. Him 
getting that person to stop or to leave would be part of his job description. Not just, no. hey, you, you can't do that. No, that's like just, not that's with like this new training. Over. Not with this new training. And because you can't say the culture is changing. All I can do is tell you, okay, you're not supposed to do this, but I don't have the right to escalate it because I'm white and they're black. And if I and if I uh, do escalate uh, it, they're gonna make it a that? race thing because everybody makes everything a race thing. Now, first of all, now I see what you did. You, you told us. You made it a race thing. He's not even white. Yeah, the dude's clearly black. So oh. you you told her yourself right there. Yikes! So yeah. Yikes! Record scratch. Yikes! And well, then, Lauren goes down. down I didn't know. Down <laughs> you're down on one. You're down on one. Just get out while you're ahead. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, girl, you can bounce back. So no. Oh, so, it, it, then that's fine. If he's not, if it's not a race, then I don't know why he didn't do his job. But at the end of the day, he did. He told you you weren't supposed to jump up in there. And maybe it wasn't that serious for him to escalate any further. Maybe he just did but his it was job. Serious enough for him to tell me in the middle of my workout. That's all. Because the rule is the rule. The it's rule is the rule. It's not a 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 rule. It's not this serious. All I wanted to say was this reminded me of the episode of Sopranos. It's really not. It reminded me of the episode of Sopranos where if you watch Sopranos, excellent show. If you haven't, check it out. Where uh, Tony got pulled over by this uh, by this black cop, and you know Tony was trying to you know get out the ticket, and dude was like, "Nah, you getting this ticket." So then fast forward like a couple weeks later, uh, Tony goes like Home Depot to pick up some like bird feed, and the dude's working in like the uh, in the little he's like a worker at, like Home Depot, and he's like, "Oh, oh, so you're tough, you're tough when you're out there on the streets being a cop, but here at Home Depot you got some different energy." So I, I found it kind of kind of funny, and he got him fired. He actually got him fired, so he had to get a job at Home Depot. So I found that kind of funny. Like, oh, you tough at the gym, but when you deliver my food. Right, I just so. think that's stupid. I'm just going to continue to well, think that the, the whole thing well, is what, stupid because what, whatever, you, whatever. I, we all have different energy. You have a different energy at work with your coworkers than you have with your wife. I bet you, I'm sure you do. So mm-hmm. I'm sure you don't have the same L, energy with L, your L, wife L, that L, you L, have L, with these people out here on these streets. L, L could probably so, contest that I do. I, I, I exactly, I act exactly the same all the time. He pretty much is the same, which makes you want to strangle him. Like, I shouldn't want to strangle him as much as his wife does. You know, like, it's weird. Moving on, transition. We were talking about Starbucks. I did read a story earlier uh, this week about a a local guy that works for NewJersey.com. He decided to test out. I know what grade. He went to test out uh, Starbucks new training, and he decided he was going to spend an entire eight hours in Starbucks. For what reason, I don't understand, but I guess he wanted to prove that I guess the training was working. So he didn't get beat up, he didn't get robbed, or not. Oh shit. That's ooh, that's a tough Nothing thing to get robbed. Happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Do that shit. It was just so yeah, it was stupid. I, I don't know extra. why he did that. Like, so extra. Yeah, so I guess he proved I, the point well, that uh, Starbucks there, is good. I sat there for two hours yesterday and nothing happened to me either. So I guess. Well, what this dude was like a rather large black man, so I think that was part of his stick. Uh Let's see, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he is uh, six foot three, 245. So he's a, a rather large African-American. So he's saying, hey, guys, if you're big and black, you can kick in the Starbucks for an entire day and nothing will happen. So congratulations to he him. If, if he really wanted to test it, he should have went to that Starbucks and seen what happened. But OK. I mean, he lives in New Jersey. So I mean, I, that's but, how, I mean that's he, how he, had, he had eight hours to waste. So, I mean, 
I mean, that's Starbucks in Philly. They're going to let you bring in food. They're going to let you buy yeah. They're going to let, <laughs> let you get behind the bar and make drinks. Like, look, I am the barista now. <laughs> it's on me right now. So, but yeah, that was, I found that kind of interesting. But I mean, I, for me, Starbucks is still on my hashtag cancel list. And real quick, we're, while we're on the topic of canceled, I am the canceled culture curator. So this week, I didn't know about H&M. Did you reply to my tweet? I did reply to your tweet. I said, I yeah, it's still canceled because you don't get on Twitter but once every three months. But anyways, this <laughs> week in canceled culture, we have Roseanne, Elle's favorite show. Oh, has yeah. been oh, canceled. Hashtag canceled. Hashtag canceled. canceled. Roseanne is out of the paint. Get her ass out of here. Bruh. Yeah, she's done. So what are y'all thoughts on that? Because I know uh, Elle is probably crying. She has to delete all the episodes off the DVR and whatnot. No. So. <laughs> the nostalgia is gone. I don't. I don't know. What the nostalgia is gone completely. Bro, I've never seen an episode of that shit. I, I'm not Let's sure what butt. ABC is doing, man. Because there's there's mm. a, there's like a picture of her like two months ago wearing like Nazi garb. You know what I'm oh, it's worse than that. It, it was a couple, I think it was a couple years ago, but she was wearing Nazi uh, garb. She's wearing Nazi uniform and she pulled out some cookies out of the oven. Freshly oh, burnt. God. Yeah, oh. she, would, she would fool Hitler. <laughs> she would I don't fool think Hitler. that, yeah, I don't think uh, this episode, I mean, this little rant was like really all that serious, but I think because of her past history and her on thin ice, I think they just was like, okay, obviously we can't continue to support her. So, bye. Well, I feel like you could have fired her off of the Hitler pulling things well, out of the you oven. You shouldn't have hired her. Like you shouldn't a, have hired her in the first easy, place. That would have been right because that was that, it was after, but that happened before the show rebooted, didn't it? Yeah. And yeah. So that, that kind of makes—that's what makes it worse—is the fact that she did that, and then they gave her a show. Like, what if you're a big network like that? You have to go through people's history. You have to go through their tweets. You got to go through interviews and stuff like that that they've said. And for you to come across, because I know they did, they had, because I saw it. Well, there was an article. Yeah, there was an article said that they, that they, a lot of the executives were kind of like holding their breath every time she tweeted or every time she did something. And so it really wasn't a surprise to them, but you know, I think it's at some point money was the, the the big determining factor. And then I think when it when it happened, they were like, you know, money is not everything in every situation. So I mean, honestly, if I was ABC and I saw all that stuff she did previously, I'd just let this one ride too. Because I mean, you you y'all know who she is. Y'all know what she's about. She's done this before. We hired her. She did it during the show. We kept her. Okay, now this is the thing. This is the straw that broke the camel's back. Hell no! Nah. This is the number one show on our network. I'm keep, I'm riding this. I'm riding this. But it would. But it wouldn't have been. And that's and that's just the thing. If the I don't think that if the culture, if the Starbucks thing had, I don't think if the culture was what it is today, that they would have canceled. It have I think it's. It yeah, I think it's solely based on look. You just had Starbucks. You've got the Waffle House situation. Okay, who, who we've got to get ahead of this. Who watches? Who watches Roseanne? That really cares about those issues. Is that the main audience? Everybody. Everybody. The, the majority. Of the, the, majority the majority of the people that watch that television show. Do you think they care about what happened to that those two black guys I, at Starbucks? I mean, I can't answer that question though because I don't watch Roseanne, so I don't know. I don't know. You said that Elle watches it, and I don't know that her audience is like 
not sensitive to black had, issues. If you had to guess, the majority of that. I uh, have no audience, idea. If you had I, to I can guess, look it up. I can look it up right now. Hold on. Keep talking. I mean, it's just like the people, <laughs> the people that would be offended by the police getting called on. Uh, call are you saying that Rose's audience are sh- Trump supporters, though? Is that what it is? So with the yeah, Trump supporters that watch? Yes. A majority uh, of it, yes, because when the president said he he praised her about something, about the uh, about some kind of episode or something she said. It was he, the first the, episode. Yeah, the president got on Twitter and said something positive about it in the he very next week. She goes way back with Trump. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, it was because they... They had they had so many viewers for week one, and he sent out a congratulatory tweet. And so, I mean, if he's watching it, I would assume his supporters will watch it too. It's, yeah, um, I, okay. I would agree. I would agree with that. But there's still also quite a few, you know, if you want to go there, like liberals who watch it, such as I, myself and other I, people, I, I because understand. the dynamics saying, in there is very mixed, huh? I'm saying the majority of majority fans. sure. That's sure. all. I'm what what, about. I'm what not, is the, what's the gist of what the show is about? I have no clue. Yeah, <laughs> white, white, white people. people. Poor white people. Poor white people. Is about poor white people? Is that what the show is about? Poor white people. It's white supposed people. to be yes about poor white people, like middle, I just middle wanna, class. Excuse me to the viewers. I just want to put out that I do not hold the views of Marcus Sniffles. I'm not I don't saying think that to be derogatory or anything. That's really what the show is about. A show out in Illinois, just trying to make it. You know. Parents who are trying to just make ends meet with their kids and raising their kids and things like that. But they show you, you know, like I talked about a couple episodes ago about using uh, food stamps and and everything. At one point, like in the older, older seasons, like back in the 80s and 90s, they show when they had lost their income, you know, they were thinking they thought they were going to lose their house and things like that. Like everyday struggles, but they made it into a funny little spin with a lot of sarcasm. So I like white folks. Well, white on. folks struggling. Well, time out. Let me let me tell you. Let me read this article real quick. So Here we go. Read the, the title. No, not the whole article. The title of this is "How Roseanne Barr Embraced the Alt Right." Let me scroll down a little bit further. Uh, da, 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 da. What does this say? Tick 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 tick. Roseanne Barr, the groundbreaking female comedic behind the sitcom, seems to be well aware of a reboot riding the Trumpian wave. So she knows who her audience is. She knows who she's pandering to. But off that, more important, this more very that. interesting, which more is very interesting is, now you said it wasn't about money. It's always about money. It's just at this point, they can't risk anymore. So a lot of people are trying to praise the, uh, the a lot of people are trying to praise the executive who uh, actually, you know, brought the show back. Uh, it's an African lady, African-American woman named Channing Dungy. So they were praising her for canceling the show, but I mean, they weren't saying anything if she actually put the show on air, you know what I'm saying? So you can't really give her, you know, you're yeah. talking out of both sides of your mouth, you're gonna give her credit for canceling it. But in the same breath, she brought it back knowing, you know, what the gist of it is, because it is about money. Those people watch the show. That's the majority of the country. That, so I think that, that, I think like, that, but this is the thing though. I think that everybody has a right to their, we live in, if, we're going to be honest, we live in America, right? So apparently, supposedly, everybody is has a right to their religious and their political and all, their, all these freedoms that we supposedly have. 
So has she not, you know, said anything racist in the past? I'm sure she has. I don't know because I don't follow her that way. But I don't see anything wrong with them rebooting her show if she held views different or contrary to theirs because it's not about that. And in America, you're entitled to have your own opinions and views. But what you cannot do is go on and say, you know, bigoted and racist stuff. So there's a difference between them rebooting her show, even though she had different values and political views than them, and then keeping her show once she has openly offended, you know, probably some of the people that even pay her pay her, pay her paycheck. You know what I mean? So there there's a difference there, in my opinion. I mean, there, there is a difference, but they hired her after the... Um, or they hired her before. No, no, no. She did the Nazi thing, and then they hired yeah. her. So that's and why. That's go, why. When we can fast forward back to her butchering, butchering the national anthem, we can go to that too. I mean, that I, that's why I'm not going to give them credit for firing her because that's like saying, "All right, I'm going to hire this Klansman to babysit my black child," and then when I find out that this Klansman called my black child a nigger and I fire them, I don't, I don't get credit for that. Yeah, you, you should have known better. So you yeah, hire you someone. That. You hire someone that is clearly racist and bigoted, and then they do something racist and bigoted, and you fire them. You want me to give you credit for that? Nah, y'all should have known. But yeah, and unless so is it whole, no, I think it's a little more. I don't nah. think she showed her ass completely to this point because she's a comedian. What this is something that I tweeted about? Where is the line? When it comes from something, before. I mean, obviously this was way above it because it was derogatory and it was offensive to people. I get that, but. And a lot of her stuff previously had to do with her comedy. So it's kind of like, okay, well, where do you where do you put that line exactly? When it comes to that whole with the Nazi thing in that situation, she's Jewish. She's Jewish. And, There's a lot more people, to it than what the picture says in and the article. Do, and people do like I don't it's never an issue because when black comedians get up and talk shit about white people and we don't consider that racist. I even actually seen somebody tweet when I was on Twitter. Um, one time that black people can't be racist. And I just thought, why? You know, and I, and I kind of read a little bit of her commentary about why she felt like black people can't be racist, but all in all, it's stupid. I feel like we have a lot of double standards. Well, hold on. No, no, no. So let's go back to the, let's, let's go back to the, the black people talking about white people in comedy shows. Give me an example of something that you would consider racist that a black person would say in a comedy show about a white person. Well, I, I don't really do comedy like that, but I do know, so I can't think so of a joke off the top of my fake news. Okay. Continue. No, it's not fake news. We know uh, Cat Williams, for instance. Now, I do love me some Cat Williams. And he, in, in the one, one of my favorite ones, he talks about white people all throughout it. And well, what did he say, though? I mean, jokes. I don't fucking remember. Oh, oh, so, but then, but yeah, you can't, that's, that's, that's a reason. Because I can, no, no, I've, no. Watched, I've watched a lot of comedy specials. I watched. Pretty much everything Chris Rock has put out, with the exception. Well, I'm of sure stuff. you can tell me something he has said about white people. Then go ahead, let it's the no, people it's, know. It's, it's nothing that's racist. It's just jokes. Like he joked about Columbine. He's like, "Hey, if I see a group of white kids with trench coats in the elevator, I'm jumping off." I might too. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just weird. That's not but racist. you would be. That's, but but, but listen, more, to, hold on. listen to but, but listen to this, but listen to this double standard because if a white woman clutched her purse when she walked walk past a black man, you would say, "Oh, she she's stereotyping because you see a black guy, you think I'm gonna steal your purse?" 
So what's the difference there? Like, the what is the difference? difference? Is, the difference That's is because white the, people shot up a school. <laughs> That's the difference. And black and a black and black people steal purses, according to that lady who clutched her purse. And, and white and, people and steal purses, up. and Mexican people steal purses, and Indian people steal purses. The difference is one is a, one is a stereotype. One is a stereotype. One is the stereotypes being perpetuated. Like I've walked past people's cars, they've locked the doors. Like I've never stolen anything in anybody's car in my life. Right, but the media pushes a the media pushes a narrative that black people are thieves and robbers and things like that. Yeah, but so, you just reinforce it by agreeing with that being a, a double standard. It's not a double standard. Like, all I'm saying is, if she clutched her purses for a white person, the does same it, or any reason person, you would jump out of the elevator. The same reason you would jump out of an elevator. And it's not even just it's not even just about white and black. You know, you have your uh, you, when you see a Muslim, okay, I don't need to be on this plane because there's a Muslim. Let me reschedule my flight. You know, shit like what? that. Every what are you talking about? <laughs> okay. You are wow. you should whatever. Be- Statistically, that's that's ignorant. Just like the whole person. The thing is that he was making an observation. Like it's not a stereotype that all white people jump jump. Trench coach is going to shoot something up, but at, that recently happened it at the is, time though. during that con- conversation. Well, then how is that racist? That's more like facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you're agreeing with what I'm saying. Like, well, you're the, making the, re- the reason why it's not racist for that lady to walk past, the reason why it is racist for that lady to clutch her purse when a black man walks past her is because she's not going to do it if a white guy does it. Exactly. A white guy walks. But were you going to? Are you going to jump off of an elevator if black people had trench coats on? Probably. Y'all are being too literal. I mean, I didn't mean I would literally jump off of a uh, elevator, but if I was like in, in Texas where the school shooting happened, whatever one happened, if it's 90 degrees outside and I see some cats with trench coats, I'm going to be a little weary. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. That's that's. that's but why? Are you talking about cats and trench coats? You're not talking about white people specifically. So if you if you were to see a black kid out there in trench coat and 104 degrees in Texas, and then you would be suspect of it too, correct? Exactly. No, okay. you wouldn't be because you that's know that black people don't shoot up schools and black people don't do this. So you wouldn't get the fuck. That's why I can't talk to niggas because y'all not honest. Y'all not honest. Y'all 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 they say be, shit to fit your narrative. So that's you why honest, you say stuff to fit your narrative, and I, I'm not. I ain't fitting, let's how, let's move on. First of all, you presented, you presented because you presented no facts with your argument. Now you don't want to talk about. It. I gave you examples because you're lying. Because you're lying. What I said was tell me the lie. Tell me the lie. Tell me the lie. I, I am. You said that if uh, white people got in the elevator with trench coats on, that you would jump off. This is, I guess, a joke that Chris Rock made, and you agree with I that said, joke. I, pro- I said I probably so, would. It was a good observation. I'm not right. literally going to so do what it. I but... said, and, and so what I said was, is if it were black people, would he have made that same joke about a black person? No. Would it have been funny? Would it have been funny if he said a black person? Exactly, though. No, because it's related to an incident that just happened. Like, what are you talking about? Had it been a school shooting with black kids in trash clothes, I'm sure he would have said black people. But it was just a school shooting with white people. That makes the joke funny because it's accurate and it's correct. Like, you're Mm. you're, you're not. I mean, there's. I'm sorry. Has there there never been a robbery where a black man robbed a white lady? Has that never happened? Yeah, but Marcus. So does that make. Yes, does that Marcus, make so, does that so wait? So does that make any person's 
Wait, so does that make any person's fear, any person who clutches their purse, doesn't that make their fear that valid for to clutch their purse because a black not person has brown? Not, not, not if they don't do it to a white person. Exactly. We just You just made his point. Like, if they do no, it, if they keep the same energy, yeah, it's said, cool. But they specifically said, though, a white person in a trench coat. You made it about race. You didn't say if a he person refer- gets... He was referencing the trench coat mafia. Go watch Bigger and Blacker. It came out like 1996. He is specifically referencing the Columbine shooting. That's but why he is, said white person. That's, like, that's what not you... the only instance. So you want right, to make it about man, that you... one joke? But come, you... Well, guess what? They're still doing it in 2018. So moving okay. on. Okay. So right. keeping with shootings, there was a, a lady in Congress, something like that, who was saying that, I guess, porn is a leading factor in shootings in 2018, I guess. I read the story. It was a bit of I a agree. Story. Cut what? off porn. Wow. Wow. Okay, all right. So I'm kidding, you I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Let's let's pull up your browser history. Where's your phone at? Let's pull up your browser history. Let's see what's right popping. here. Yeah, let's flip, flip the screen over. Let's see. <laughs> hey, clear them cookies. Clear them yeah, cookies. clear them cookies. <laughs> right now. Okay, Mandingo.com. Oh, no. Dang, go tickets. I just want to say that my ex husband had a duffel bag full of porn videos. And he never shot up any school. Um, well, well, he first of all, with the, duffel bag. He still, yeah, duffel you know bag. That might be a red flag because VHS or DVD or there were that DVDs. Might be, that might be a red flag due to all the allegedly free uh, adult sites on the internet. internet. So you might need to, you might need to get a, a mental screening for that. But you, delete the cookies. Keep going. But you know what's funny? When we got divorced, he did say he think he had a sex addiction. So maybe because if there's free porn in here, he, I don't know how much he spent on that. But he had at least a hundred porn videos in that bag. It's crazy. Yeah, I, 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 I think KJ Dallas kid. Yikes! Yeah. Hey, happy birthday to KJ. It was his birthday. Oh, yeah. And shout out to KJ. Happy birthday to Gift Queen too. She's dropped playing but Fortnite. You know what? But but speaking about. Speaking about school shootings, though, is anybody on here watch 13 Reasons Why on Netflix? I watched yes. season one. No, nope. season one. Did you I watch just it? Well, season two. I just started. Oh it. my god! Well, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's stay on track. I am on track. I, I'm on track. I'm on track. This is related. This is related. And it's unfortunate that no one has seen the 13th episode of season two. So let's because... go ahead and spoil it for everybody who hasn't watched it. No, don't spoil it! Man, I've never seen that was sarcasm. Was I, sarcasm. I, I, I cried when I tell you I cried. I cried. You did a school shooting, fuck. Basically, okay. uh, I, you know, it was very emotional for me. But we can't talk about it since ain't nobody seen it. Okay, well, I guess I'd be quiet. Okay. But that, well, it's, I, it's it's definitely related though because I think that. For, since everybody has at least seen season one on here, I while I, I won't have never what seen the show before. But you're not going to watch it either, I'm are sure you? Not. Nope. Okay, so anyway, for those who have seen season one, um, I really think that, you know, this the one girl, obviously, who was bullied, she killed herself. Um, but I don't think that everybody takes that. Everybody deals with stuff differently. So you have one girl who was being bullied who killed herself. Um, and you have another girl who was raped and just kind of became an alcoholic and was self-destructing. And then, you know, in episode two, you have somebody who was done wrong and they took a gun to a school dance and, you know, did what they thought was, did what they thought was right. So I think it's a lot about how we treat people, which is, 
you know, why people shoot up schools. But I also don't think it's necessarily always somebody that's being picked on either. I think it's a whole host of issues, and I don't think porn has anything to do with any of it. I actually think porn is good for people, so I hear, because it helps to release, If I mean, if they nut, I guess, it helps them to release oh, those Jesus. frustrations. And Katie, stuff. cover your ears. Well, I mean, well, according to uh, Re- Republican, them, oh my God, you got me all flustered. According to uh, Diane Black, she's a representative for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, they asked her, what do you think the big part that is driving the spike of school shooting? She said, during last meeting with during a meeting last week with local pastors, she raised the issue of gov life schools and like he's happening. She said pornography is available on the shelf when you walk in the grocery store. First of I'm all, like, I don't know. I don't like, know what grocery athlete. store. She was like, wait, she was like, wait, she was like, to get porn. Wait, she was like, a gun. That that's very true. But wait, that that whole statement was uh, tripped me out. She was like, "You can get it at your local grocery store." She's like, "You may have to reach up high to get it, but it's available." Bitch, what? What, all, what grocery, the grocery store, store she yeah. shop at? I was at the grocery store today, and there was no porn on any high shelves, low shelves. I'm just going to Publix tomorrow and asking do they have some porn. I just need now, to know. If, if she means like, if she's considering like a Maxim magazine or the swimsuit edition of Sports Illustrated porn, then that again, that's we don't know what she means because she didn't elaborate on it past that comment, which is just ridiculous. They asked her for more comments. She didn't and, respond. Yeah, there was no other comment. representatives for more comments. She didn't respond to elaborate on that. So I, that to me is just another way to do a distraction on what the real, real, real fucking issue is here. We all know what the real issue is here. Well, so let's stop playing games. We went from fucking too many exits to, you know, video games. Back in the day, it was all about video games being the issue and causing all these uh, school shootings and blah, blah in our culture. Then it was rap music. Rap music is way too dangerous, way too violent. Oh my gosh. And then now it's pornography. That doesn't make sense. You're reaching at any little thing that you can get. No, so we I know do the think issue that it's been the same since Columbine. Since Columbine. I, I do think that, you know, video games and rap music, I don't know, it might have some Absolutely. Uh, to do. So so what the experts <laughs> so what the experts are saying is poor social, economic, and cultural conditions that are primary drivers of violence. Nowhere to say video games, porn. Well actually actually else, so. actually actually if you read down to the bottom of that article, it gives a little bit more and it does mention violent what nothing. I'm, the article I'm reading on MSN.com doesn't say anything else. I read the same article that you sent me. Let me pull it up. Let me read because I read the whole article. I'm reading the whole article as well. There's nothing else at the bottom. It's, it says violent something. Well, while you're looking that up, I, I, for one, I play video games my entire life, including the violent ones, and I've never shot up any school. It's all, it's all about being uh, an aware parent, being available to your kids when they're doing that stuff. Because when I was younger, we I played uh, violent oh, movies. Oh, it says, I'm sorry, was, it says. It says violent movies. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, well, I watched, well, I played, you know, games with shooting and stuff like that when I was, you know, not of age, because there's a certain age you have to be before you can play those games. But when I was that age, my parents were like, hey, you know, understand this is a video game. This is not real. You know, are you okay with doing this? Do you understand? Like, this is a game, and then there's reality outside of that. A lot of parents were just like, oh, here's Call of Duty go to your room for 12 hours and do whatever you want. And they don't have 
a conversation about it. And I think if you're doing that, then there's a reasonable explanation to be like, hey, maybe these these violent video games had an impact. But that's I feel like that's on the parents. If you're if you're just giving your kids like, hey, here's here's Predator, Aliens, and whatever you know other violent movies you can think of, and you can just go to your room and watch it with no discussion about it, then yeah, that might affect him him or her. But having that conversation about what you're introducing to your kids is is a very important step. And I think a lot of parents are missing that stuff. I think oh, yeah, what a lot of parents are missing. I think what a lot of parents are missing is that children, young adults, people who are not adults, don't have fully developed brains or the capacity to understand the extent of certain things that we put in front of them. Um, and we put things in front of them way too young. Violent video games, not and not even just video games. Video games, movies. When I was growing up and people used to always talk about me, and I think this is why people say, oh, you haven't seen this. But you know why I haven't seen so many movies? It's because when I was growing up, I watched PG-13 movies before I turned 13. And I definitely wasn't allowed to watch rated R movies before I turned, I what, 21? So there's a reason why, you know, I live this structured and narrow life. Not saying that that's the answer, but I do think people, children are predisposed to things too early you know and they know too much too soon and well, they're I not mean, able to rip- day, in this day and age you kind of have to because they're going to find it a lot earlier than we did with the internet being available like when i was when i was you know you know 10 or 11 i couldn't just pull out a phone and have access to the, to the internet or i couldn't go to my friend's house who had a parent who didn't care what they look like, looked yeah. at on their phone. So, right. I mean, at some point, like it's, and we, we've talked about this a couple episodes, like a, a while ago, so, certain things you're, you're, you're going to have to have conversations with your kids about stuff sooner than you had it. Like you're going to have to have the sex talk earlier. You're going to have to have the, okay, here's what, this is a violent video game, but this is not reality. You're going to have to have, you're going to have to have a lot of tougher conversations with kids that are younger, but Nowadays, kids are a little bit smarter and they're more tech savvy. So, I feel like if you're, if you're honest and you have, if you have a, if you have an honest conversation with a kid, I feel like they're more they're able to soak that information in. If you go into that conversation, you know, thinking it's going to be uh, an after school special, talking to them like you're Bill Cosby or something like that, just talk to them and let them talk because that's what that's what I've learned because I I talked to to my my nephews and stuff who will he's like uh 11 or 12 and i and we have like conversations i don't just talk down to him this is what you're gonna do this is what you need to do and i don't let him talk i we have a conversation i let him be as honest as he needs to be for him to for him to give me the information that i need to try to help him right yeah. you know navigate I, life and a lot of people i agree with really that. Doing that i agree with that but you know what? it's so scary for me like even watching 13 reasons why and because it's like these are these are kids that are drinking having sex and their parents like know about it and they're not even 18 so it makes them in my it, high school but when you, I think what we don't realize is like, okay, we, we want to talk to them about these things, but what we don't realize is that it's hard as a 30-year-old, 31-year-old woman to go through a relationship and a breakup and emotional changes and to remain sane and not, you know, 
episode of snap right but we we allow our children to go through these type of relationships and things like that at 15 16 17 allow them to go through these emotions and they don't know how to deal they, they don't have the the capacity or the knowledge to know how to deal with situations like that and i think that's why it's easier for them to go in okay somebody hurt my feelings somebody said something bad about me i'm gonna shoot up this school or i'm gonna kill myself they're not ready they're not ready for what we're allowing them to do and it's just but it's i understand that it's the world that we live in so it's just unfortunate yep yes it is but you know we just had to have these hard conversations man no matter how uncomfortable they may be you know it's never too early i guess to have them talks but transition talks, great transition. I think I'm um, two for two today. Uh, your boy, 45. So uh, I don't know how to talk about this. It, this, is, this is a weird story. So just the optics of it, I guess, e- even to myself, kind of made me scratch my head. But Kim Kardashian, uh, apparently she got a sit down with uh, 45 to discuss uh, a little bit about prison reform. So the story is there's a lady named Alice Johnson who at the age of 42, uh, she fell on some hard times. I guess she got fired from her job. She felt like, you know, she needs to support her family. She got rushed. She got into panic. So I couldn't find too many, many details from what I watched on YouTube, but she got kind of drug conspiracy, right? So it was a federal crime. And with federal crimes of this nature, there are no, there's no parole. So pretty much she got a life sentence for a first offense, nonviolent drug crime. So I, I guess, uh, Kim Kardashian heard the story and it touched her heart and she decided, hey, this is my new mission. I want to try to get her out of jail, even to the effect of, you know, paying for a whole new legal team and trying to use her celebrity, which obviously she did to get a meeting with the you know most powerful man in the world to try to get this, get her out of here. So Mario, she's 62 years old. She spent 20 years in prison. 63. Go 63. ahead. I guess she just mm-hmm. heard 63. That's crazy. She did. Mm-hmm. The day that, she, the day that um, she met, that Kim Kardashian met with the president was her 63rd birthday. Yeah. So I don't know if you know a lot about the story. So what are your thoughts? I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. You, you know what? My my initial thoughts, before I even read the back, I, I had to go and do some research because people were talking about it on Twitter about, oh, how is Kim going? Like, they're like, oh, the extent of her knowledge is porn and you know, people were really being really hateful about the fact that she was going to meet with the president to talk about about prison reform. And it kind of pissed me off because I'm like, damn, what the fuck do people want? Here's a white person using their white privilege to try and further a black cause. That, uh, she's not that, white. Uh, what, the fuck? what is she? She's, she's mean, Persian. She's not black. Armenian Persian. She's not white. But continue. You know what? I can't with y'all. I can't. Anyway, uh, she's not a black person. Somebody who is not affected directly by the issue. So, wait. Well, whatever. Here she is trying to help a black person. And we got a problem with it. You know, because she went. And then I I had to go and I had to read. I was like, well, let me see what her what the extent of her education is and no she she did go to college she didn't finish college but i you know i read an article where she was saying that she you know wanted to be a lawyer and i was like but just because she has a re- is a reality star and just because she had a porn video with somebody who she was obviously in a relationship with does not mean that her education or her knowledge of world issues doesn't go beyond what you know about her so i thought it was really shitty of people to 
go on a rampage and say all these negative things for somebody who is trying to do something positive. That's so, that's Kim Kardashian though. That's that's what comes with her. Like you can you can look at any of her posts on Instagram or on a on a on on a Twitter or on her tweets. It's always oh well, you was in porn. You did a sex tape. Your kids see you naked on the internet. That's at at some point people just just say you don't like her and move on. Don't try to jump but, through all these soup saying that oh it, well, it, you did it, this this and this. You just yeah. don't like her. It's crazy because that shouldn't, in 2018, because that's what we all say, oh, this is 2018, you know, a woman, what they do in their sex life or whatever, this and that, is not supposed to define them anymore, right? So you're being a porn star, which that's she is not. It, defi- it, it, defines, it, de- it defines the women we don't like. If we don't like you, it defines you. And that's a hypocrisy, and that's hypocrisy, and I think it's ridiculous, and I think it's people should hypocr- it's, not it's not hypocrisy. You just said, never mind. I'll I just said what? No, I can't. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I think it's... I'll go. I'll refuse your, your statement, but I'll let you go. What statement? You said that what a woman or man, because I'm not going to generalize, should not define the, the person. Yeah, if you out here doing like donkey shows stuff like that, yeah, maybe. But continue. Okay, well, we're now now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. That's something KJ, 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 come to your ears, KJ. <laughs> I don't know what a donkey show is. Google it later. But Google it later. <laughs> I do. I want to Google it. Google I don't know. I I Google it on my boyfriend's phone. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> do not do that. Don't do that. Just trust us. If you do that, you should be defined by that. Trust me. Trust yeah. If you me. do, if you do that, then you should be defined by, yes. by that. All right, I'm gonna look it up right now. <laughs> oh my God. Here we go. You got me. What is it? Continue. Donkey show. Continue. Continue. I'm, I'm just. I'm cooking. I'm, I, I get what I'm you're just, I get what you're saying because yeah, I was one of those people that was like, "Ugh, Kim Kardashian, how is she getting to do this?" Blah blah blah. blah. But after I watched the story, I was like, "Okay, well." At least she's doing something. Mind you, I'd rather have been somebody else who maybe is more because she she doesn't know she's starting. But this is the thing, and this is the thing. It's not because I talked to my boyfriend about it too. He was like, I don't really have a problem with it. I just think that she should have went with somebody else who may maybe knew what they were talking about, and she did. Her lawyer, her lawyer, her lawyer was with her, who was able to talk to, and then she gave a little, you know, interview afterwards to talk about it, and they met with. Jared Kushner first, and then they met with you know President Trump. But her mission was to help get this lady clemency because there is no way that she can get off. Like there's no legal maneuvers that they can do with a, uh, the new legal team to get her out of prison. So she's it's going to have to come from the president. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I didn't know that the lawyer went. That's that was my my little uh, what I was thinking in my head when I was looking up this story, but. Damn, I lost my train of thought. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So the reason I say I hope her lawyer went, which we now know she did from what you're telling me, mm-hmm. is that essentially the reason why she did this is because she pretty much said that, like, hey, you know, why not take this money that I'm spending on shopping sprees and try to help somebody else? So essentially she got bored. She was like, I'm a rich person. Really? Buying clothes. No, is not a- because she's Go rich. Really I'm not. Yeah. Can you, can you, can you, can you she she doesn't have feelings. Relax, relax. Y'all, 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 first of all, I didn't say her was in a bad place. I'm just telling you what she said. Relax. You're saying she got bored, though. That That's not factual. But, that, but that's what that's what she essentially that's what she said. She's like, no, hey, that's how you twisted it. That's how you I twisted didn't, it. I didn't. I'm not. How am I twisting it? I'm trying to say. 
I'm a, I never got to finish. First of all, I'm not she totally. Said, I said that she I said, was crawling and seeing the story on Facebook. All right, you know, I guess she what, she see, you're getting she, muted. She's seen the story on Facebook. You're getting muted and you're getting muted. So essentially what she said, I watched the video. She's like, yeah, you know, at this point in my life, going on shopping sprees isn't doing anything for me. And I saw the story and now I want to try to help this lady. I'm not saying that's bad, but I mean, that's essentially how we got to this point. And again, I'm not mad. If she can help this lady get out of prison, that's fine. But yeah, that's that's. I'm not trying to be negative or anything like that. I don't know how to unmute you, so you have to figure out. <laughs> you made your point. You just repeated the same shit you already said, so your thought was already complete. Second okay. of all, that's not. You can't say where her intentions are coming from. She has. Let me tell you something. My mother says it all the time. Look at these girls. You know, they have all this money, they have all this wealth, and they don't do anything with it. And then look, she gets this and she's actually doing something with it. She's using her wealth. She's using her, her platform to do something well. Continue. You're, you're saying what my I just said. Issue, my issue with this story doesn't necessarily have to do with Kim Kardashian and her attentions. I think it's kind of, I don't say I think it's weird, but it's definitely something not normal, out of the normal, in, in my opinion, to, to have a celebrity go to the president and have to plead for somebody else because I'm pretty sure there are so many other people who are pleading to help out this woman. So, so many other family members, so many other people yet. Yeah, absolutely. Why did, she, take, why did it take Kim Kardashian to have to go and meet the president because there are so, for something to be heard? Well, let me say this because they were Kim Kardashian, there's another group of people that were advocating for her already. And President Obama was the one who commuted the most sentences for nonviolent drug offense. He over, I wouldn't say about 316 people. It was 231. 231 people. And she just happened not to be on the list. There are so many people that are first time offenders or in drug behind the, you know, even with the, the 1020 life rules. So there are so many yeah. rules that are unfair that have people in jail for life you know, when they really shouldn't be. Yeah, there's, so, there's uh, actually 3,278 people that are serving life with no parole for nonviolent offenses. So that's... Okay, look at you doing some research. A, hey, I try to, you know what I'm saying? I do you like know, okay, you know? I got up early this morning. You know what I'm I took, I took oh some gosh. notes. And, 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 I'll give you another tidbit. 65% of these people are black. So you do hmm. feel with that. I, just, like, I don't think it's out of the ordinary for the current president to ignore other people's plea for this lady and, you know, accept a, a meeting, a sit down with Kim Kardashian. Cause at the end of the day, both of these two are reality stars. Why would you say, why would you say that he rejected other people's plea? I mean, this care. is, well, you can't. So did, did Barack Obama not care either? I'm confused. He could, he could only let so many people out. Like he can't but, just let everybody out. Well, he could. Yeah, he could have. Uh, I don't. You think, can no, you? The president There's can't no, just let there, everybody at it. Why not? Why? There's no because the law. The, the, because the, Congress, the, the law, the Senate, and the House people are like, hey, the president can't do whatever he wants. Yes, and when, when it comes, I'm sorry. When it comes to pardoning people, he actually can't. Whoever the fuck he wants. So I'm just saying. And he, and, he, and he did it for the most amount of people. No president had ever pardoned. Actually, I got, I got the rule right here. So under the department's rules governing petitions for executive clemency, an applicant must satisfy a minimum waiting period 
of five years before it becomes eligible to apply for a presidential pardon of his or her federal conviction. So technically, he can he could do anyone who's waited at least five years. So he couldn't do everybody. And now she did meet she did meet that though. But. What I'm saying what I'm saying is is that he could as many as people that were eligible he could have done it for. There there's no rule that says he can only do two hundred and thirty one. But he also, has other, he also has other responsibilities. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he didn't. Well, what I'm no. saying is, is don't well, make, I, I didn't say it to, for you to give me an actual answer. What I'm saying is, is you act as if you act as if this lady was not pleading with the administration after for the last, you know, at least 10 years. So don't make it that, oh, OK, now all of a sudden President Trump and now that Kim Kardashian wants to talk about it. Now he wants to listen because that's what it I wasn't believe, is that, though. But it is that because before this, this case well, was not getting the same type of media coverage. Yes, and it wasn't. But because he took a he meeting seen it on her. Twitter, Kim Kardashian seen it on Twitter. No, that's how she heard the story. She seen it on Twitter. Sure, sure. But had he taken a meeting with anybody else who was also fighting for this? Who asked him for a meeting, though? Who asked him for a meeting? But who asked him for a meeting? Because I'm sure plenty of other people. I'm sure there was other records that need I need facts. I need facts. I need you to give me facts. Kim Kardashian is the only person who's standing up to defend this woman. Even on Twitter. She's not. She's not. Exactly. Other people have been fighting. She's not. Let me finish my point. Writing letters? All right. My point is other people have been fighting, even if it's on Twitter, even if it's just a regular girl like me from Brooklyn who wants to get this woman out of jail before when it was a Barack Obama uh, administration or even the current one. Plenty of people have been trying to fight, and then it took Kim Kardashian to use her platform. Mm -hmm. I'm not mad at Kim Kardashian. I'm just annoyed. I can tell you why, though. But I can tell you why. Because she has the platform to do so. Thousands of people. You know how many? He shouldn't three, acknowledge only her platform. But there are three thousand. He just he just he just said that there were three thousand people over three thousand people serving a life sentence, right, for a nonviolent crime. So imagine if just one person wrote a letter for each of those three thousand people. They're writing letters. They're reaching out. You got three thousand people reaching out to the president. That him getting letters about this that he obviously can't read because he's you know I don't know running a country or at least making an attempt to so when there is somebody kim car it didn't have to be kim kardashian it could have been it could have been you know any other famous person who has that avenue who has that 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 direct line to oh okay i have the way i have a way to get to the president i have a relationship with him and here's something that's near and dear to my heart so i'm gonna bring it to him so it's not like oh you know this person over here writes a letter and I'm going to ignore, I'm going to read it and throw it in the trash because they don't matter. He, a lot of that stuff, they probably don't even see or get to because, you know, they get so much of that stuff. But when a person that he has a relationship with comes in and say, hey, Mr. Trump, look into this. And he said he can say, oh, OK, cool. I'll look at that because they have that relationship. She has that platform to do that. Us little people, us lay people, we don't. So that's, that's my point. That's my frustration. It shouldn't yes. be that way. It shouldn't that's, be that way for somebody to get off a fucking death row for a nonviolent offense. It shouldn't it, it, be that way. Do I appreciate her using her platform? Sure, absolutely. But it shouldn't take her doing that. Like that's ridiculous to me. That's, that's ridiculous to me. All those letters that are being mailed. You can't tell me how family members aren't out there been pleading for her to come out all this time. Friends, the community, people in the community haven't been out there. 
Stop. They have been. They have been. I and didn't I, say they haven't been. And that's the fact that I was mentioning. But so are the other 3,000 right, right, families. Right, right, right. All right, let Marcy go. Well, I'll, wait, hang on. I was just going to say that was, I think that was the point that Elle was trying to make because what Lauren said was that, you know, it doesn't have to, it didn't have to be Kim Kardashian to talk to the president. It needed to be a famous person. But that's the same thing because Kim Kardashian is a famous person. So it does need to be someone exactly. like Kim Kardashian to meet with the president. Right. You it need, does. You need but these celebrities. The that, that, that's why That's why we have, like, I mean, it's, it's the same thing. That's why we have that. representatives. That's why we have congressmen. That's why we have all those other people. And, and, and that was to my point that if all the people, why it could have been somebody who's probably way more versed in this. But again, she's trying to make something positive happen. I'm never going to knock that. Right. But it's still you are not here. That's that's, I'm, that's I'm a, a double negative. It's like it's oh, she did a, and she she did a good thing. But do you realize that when you say somebody did a good thing, but it negates everything that came before it? You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's just oh, okay. Well, I mean, in this can we just leave it at she she did a good thing? Period. You need you need famous people to get your message across. Period. That like that's what it is nowadays. Like in the in the internet age, in the social media age, like the uh, what's the thing? Uh, the ice bucket challenge. People have been doing that for years, and that didn't take off until a celebrity started doing. It. I can't remember which one, but all of a sudden it became a thing that everybody wanted to do, and it raised a lot of money. But if we're gonna be honest, Where's especially as, especially in America. We're big on fads, and if we see celebrities doing stuff, then we're gonna do it too. And it, it, it doesn't make the president any any less human because he's the same way. He wants to be around the famous people. He wants people talking about him. No one's gonna talk about the president more than if he's standing with Kim Kardashian, who's the who's like a top well, five most I, famous person in America. And I think All she has I can more say is followers than him too. Give is, him, give give the man a chance because President Obama didn't let all those people out until towards the end of his term. So and he didn't and, and it didn't take a famous person to come and say here here's a list of 231 people although he did somebody did put yet, the list together for him yet he yet he still let out the most people. and he did he did he absolutely and, and, did unless unless and that's unless, why unless, I, and, and and that's why I said I said what I said was give him a chance because he did not do that until the end of his presidency so since this is the beginning of President Trump's presidency we don't know who he's going to partner what he's going to do towards the end of it so let's well, he see. already he already pardoned like some. Uh, Wall Street guy or something like that. He's trying to pardon like Martha Stewart or something. No, he pardoned uh, what's his face, uh, Jack Jack Johnson. Uh, I think there was Johnson. another person. I think there's another person he pardoned as well. But Possibly. all I'm saying is, w- with all this hoopla, nothing still has been accomplished. So as of right now, all it was is a cool photo. Because I'm meeting, so, yeah, yeah. That's all it was. So, she's still in jail. She's still yeah, she's still in jail. So hopefully she gets out. Because I mean, but it's, I have a question though. I have a question. So what happens if, how are people going to feel, how are you going to feel specifically if President Trump then decides to not give this lady clemency? Like what, what, what would be your mindset as to why he wouldn't do it? You think that because Kim Kardashian said so, he's automatically going to go ahead and do it? Or like, what do you think? No, absolutely not. That's why I said, as, as of until now, it's nothing but a cool photo shoot. That's all it is as of this moment in time. And that's kind of what he likes. He likes, Marcus said, he likes to have the buzz. He likes to have the word around him. What better way to have people talking about you or paying you attention than taking a picture and posting on Twitter with one of the most influential influential social media people in the world? Like, and there's nothing of, bigger than that. A lot of people aren't talking about the actual case. A lot of people sure are just are. talking about, they're talking about the picture 
and they're talking about pres- the president and Kim Kardashian. Because so that's cause what, people, that's what cause people suck because they don't actually read. I don't, you know, so no one cares. Him, to, why would he feel the need to pardon this lady? No one actually cares. Like, why would I? I'm not going to go through all that paperwork. Oh, like, okay. why? He doesn't mm. want to. Like, why? Why go through that? No one cares. Why do it? I I would hope I would hope that you know the intentions of the meeting and everything was pure and that some good will come out of it at the very least a further you know investigation as far as this particular case and other ones that all the dozens and all the hundreds are just like it that's yeah. all we can do at this point until we see what happens yeah and and to, to wrap it up the the one thing that it. <laughs> It feels like it, it shouldn't be like with cases like this that it should feel like the Hunger Games where that the most. Hold on one second. Ah. It's, a, it's the gym guy. The gym guy is back with Uber. He's back. You got the rest of my tip, bro. No, he's like, oh, I forgot. He forgot he was supposed to have the same energy. So now he's coming back with that energy. Okay. Bringing, bringing that energy back. Bringing that energy back. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, like, like I was saying like earlier. My bad, it's, it's real life. I had to get my uh, quarters. But nah, so what I, what I want to say is it shouldn't be like the Hunger Games for these 3,000 people to get a chance to get their story heard. Like, this lady just happened to have the right tweet scrolling at the right time for the right person to see it. Now she's getting more shine. Like, she's no better than any of those other. Well, she might be. I don't know. <laughs> but no, they're all first offense, not nonviolent drug crimes. Yeah. And I guess they're all equal, but it's like she just happened to be lucky. Like, hey, her number got called and, you know, so I have a question in regards to this situation because yes. we talked and about we it. wrap it up after Elle's question. We got him. Sure, sure. I don't know if it was last week or the week before we were talking about because Meek Mill was originally asked to go out there to talk about the same, same stuff. So he declined it after talking to Jay Z, and then now here we have Alleg- Kim K allegedly, going over. To- allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Wait, I'm sorry. Your, your your feed cut out. So Meek Mill was supposed to go talk to he who? Was asked. He was asked to go out there and speak in regards to prison reform and everything like that. And, and to the White House? Nonviolence. To the White House. Okay, okay. And he was he was good and go. I believe he was scheduled. And then the rumor is that Jay-Z talked to him and was like, nah, bro, don't do it. Something like that. And then he ends up not doing it. Now, I don't know. Problematic. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But I think, I don't know if he did or not. Or however, I don't know if Jay-Z has a type of pull over him to where he could say, you know, jump Absolute, or don't jump. Absolutely he does. But yeah. I'm sure he does. I'm sure. But yeah, so I guess my question is, I think it's quite interesting how now we have Kim K talking about this same type of thing. Do you think that you guys, do you think that was on a purpose in terms of the White House? Like, okay, we asked for one celebrity to come do it and now they didn't. So now we're going to go and see who else can do it. Do you I think don't- I don't believe. In, I don't believe in. I don't believe in conspiracy. I don't think that. I don't think that they've like. Oh, this, this happened. So let's do that. Yeah, I don't believe in like publicity stunts as much as other people believe in them. I think they always try to find some crazy reason or some outrage behind some story. But no, I did not hear about the Meek Mill situation, and I think it's very tragic that he didn't go because here's a missed opportunity. But what's funny is, is had Meek Mill gone, people would have loved that and had every all good things to say about that. That but is hell, Meek, false. Meek, Meek Mill ain't no lawyer. He's no lawyer that's, either. That's fake news. I'd have been just, I was just as... I had a big he, problem with that too because the probation thing he had, that's kind of foul, but he he did violate his probation, so he should have been in jail. Like, let's not let's not get that twisted. You can't be out there riding dirt bikes in New York City. Like, 
So I'd have been like, yo, like, bro, you, you need to chill. Oh, like, you can't ride dirt bikes in New York City? Nah. Nah. Mm, you probably can't jump rope in that room either, but, you know, I ain't going to debate that. <laughs> what? What are you? Anyways, no, you're ridiculous. But no, I had I'd have had the same issue because like yo, like chill out. He's he's he he essentially got he's the a same criminal. No, no, he essentially got the same celebrity treatment. Like the owner of the Patriots was, was rallying for for him. The owner of the Sixers was rallying for him to get out of jail. Like he became this huge, like Pokemon think, character for prison reform or whatever. But I think yeah, because I think there I think there was more to his case though. I think it was something happened to where he shouldn't have even had to be on probation in the first place because the judge had a vendetta against him. I don't know all the details. Yeah, yeah, I don't really like to talk still, about it. But he still broke the law. But, but yeah, what I'm saying I, is, I is that I guess they're saying that based off what happened, he shouldn't have been on probation in the first place based off whatever original crime was that he committed. I can't really speak intelligently on it because I don't know the whole subject. But I mean, I don't know how the, the whole thing, but I guess we got to go anyway. So maybe next time. Yeah, uh, we had a lot today. Uh, oh, L, wind it out. What you got? Ooh, oh, let me look at my notes. All right, man, I just felt like there's so much going on these past few days. I've been traveling and so on. And I wanted to talk. Oh, I know it's bad because I don't have kids. And people get on me when you talk about people and their kids and you don't have kids. And it's like a no no. And with two parents on the show, maybe you guys could shut me up or what. But as a non-parent person, okay, here's my thing. I'm on a flight. I'm on a plane. I'm fucking tired. But it is what it is. Everybody's tired. We're all traveling. I get that. But your kids shouldn't be running up and down the aisle at all times, jumping on other people's seats from empty seat to empty seat, don't got no shoes on, getting in people's faces, blocking the car so I can't get my wine. Listen. Honey, baby, I'm going to need for you to, like, somewhat, somehow tell your kid to politely have a seat. Or I get it. There's only so much you can do on the plane. There's only so far we can go. I don't expect you to spank your kid right then and there or do any sort of disciplinary action. I don't expect it at all. But what I do expect is that while we're flying, for your kid not to be jumping, because that's just scary. I expect for your kid not to be jumping in my face when I don't know you, like, in my face. Kids are so sweet, though. I mean, no, I mean, like, the kids were cute. You didn't get it, but it was like, what? Didn't make you smile and be like, oh, and have baby fever. No, but you know they what? As cute, a, but we were getting on the plane. When we were getting as, on the plane. They were so cute. But past that, yeah, no. As a as a as a parent, I I do actually agree with you. I've flown with my children, and I do make it a point to have a discussion with my kids. Like we just rode the mega bus to Atlanta yesterday, so that's a six hour ride for them. Mm. Um, and we do have these conversations about you know we're not at a playground, we're not at a park. You can't do this. Whether but and it's not even just a plane. It's at at the at the store when we're at Walmart. You can't run in here. You can't pick up everything. You can't yell. You need to use your inside voices. Um, so I do think that parents should give their child children rules and boundaries um, based off where they are. And if they don't, then I just may say something to their children and they may not like it. <laughs> oh, real quick. The wine itself, um, since I wrote this down in my notes while it was happening in preparation for this week. Uh, the wine itself was Twin Oaks Merlot. It was a 13.25. Those those little personal bottles. They were Little enough for about two glasses. Shout out to Spirit. I know, crazy. I flew Spirit again, but I flew Spirit again. It was an emergency flight. 
Um, yeah, it was nice and oaky. It had a little bit of a bite. I had a little sample of the cheese mix, and it went really well together. Um, but yeah, toast to uh, the kids next to me. This one woman was flying, and she her kids were just really good. And I was like, toast to you guys. But yeah, right. Yeah, but you, we should talk about the adults because it was. On the Megabus, I know we got to go, but on the Megabus yesterday, it was this lady telling this other lady about her whole life. She was 19 and about how her boyfriend was in jail and how he had got another girl pregnant. And I'm like, lady, like, you was telling your whole life and how she was catching the Megabus to go fight some girl in another state or whatever because her boyfriend <laughs> had got locked up. I'm like, I literally called my boyfriend because I was the girl, one girl was sitting in front of me and the girl was sitting behind me. They're talking over me and they were embarrassing me because they were black and I'm and there's a white lady behind me. And I was like, no, all of us black people are not this ignorant lady. I know what she was thinking. So I literally got on the phone and started talking loud so that they would shut the fuck up. It was the worst. Mm. And her baby didn't have no socks on, so I was mad because it was cold on the bus. But okay. No socks. See, that's bad. Right. But she she's nineteen though, so you know. Well, what I'll say is that <clears throat> get control of your raggedy kids, and if need to, beat them <laughs> in public. So, but with me this week's uh, teaspoon of stupid TOS hashtag TOS, I got two of them. All right, so shout out to uh, only Josh. Oh shit, only one JJ twenty two, one of my uh, Falcon Twitter compadres. But bruh, this fool tweeted out that Gucci only has ten at the most good songs in his entire discography. Now, if you're not familiar with Gucci Man, if you're listening on iTunes or Twitter or YouTube or whatever, he is a, uh, a rapper from Atlanta who has put out at least 600 albums slash mixtapes. This man put out like 10 mixtapes in prison, right? So there is no way humanly possible if somebody puts out literally 10,000 albums that you only have 10 good songs. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life, Josh. You were wild and you were unacceptable. Now, I think he's a, a Jeezy stan, so I think he's just throwing some shade and hating. But, bro, I could go on iTunes or Tidal right now and find you at least 15 Gucci Mane songs that are good. Like, but just his hits alone. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Slim Bell is on that. Slim Bell is on that same wave. Yeah, she's, that, that's, she's, a, she's a Jeezy stan and, and thinks Gucci is terrible. <laughs> so, like, bro, he's got albums that have at least. Two or three songs. Oh my god! Yeah, you're ridiculous. All right, the second one. The second one is even more egregious. So this fool, y'all need to report and block him. His name is Juvetci. J U V E E T C I. He said to all rape victims, y'all need to start raping back. Fifty percent of people won't believe you, and the other fifty percent will say it's your fault. And it's people uh, that stupid. That that we are we have the culture that we have today, honestly. Well, I, I think it's more I, I think it's more of a Twitter culture because a lot of people will get on Twitter. If if you're not on Twitter, you're listening to this. Twitter is the wildest place on earth. But people will say stuff like that just to get uh, retweets, which pretty much attention for them. So like that that makes absolutely no sense at all. So, uh, and this is I was talking to my homegirl Michael Ann on Twitter. I was like, and we talked about this in the podcast probably last year. And when we discuss if there is a point where they would charge for Twitter, and I would pay for Twitter just to get people like this off of there. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're paying on Twitter, you have to register your real name where you live at. You're not going to come here talking all this crazy rapey shit and, you know, being super racist. Well, you might be, but you're going to get, you know, punished for it, held more accountable for it. That makes sense. So, that, I mean, I'd pay for Twitter. Man. I'm not going to lie. But, yeah, those are the, the two uh, recipients of the t- Teaspoon of Super this week. So, 
uh, go ahead and drop some spoons under their uh, their pages. Just let them know the idiots. I will post out their uh, ads on the community podcast page. But that's all I got. Y'all got any closing words? Oh, follow me on my uh, Instagram page. I really am trying to use it these days. El Chapa 27, E-L-L-E-C-H-A-P-A-27, El Chapa 27. I posted today. I'm on vacation. You know what happens when you're on vacation. You know what I mean? I'm going to go follow you. Absolutely nothing. Are the DMs open or not? Are they open? Um... I had this random guy just come that up means, to me. Yes, the DMs are open, guys. <laughs> guys, the DMs are open. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. If you're in Dallas, you can go ahead. Yo, yo, all the cowboys uh, with the mega hats, go ahead and shoot your shot. <laughs> That's Marcus. her. <laughs> yeah, just uh, shout out to everybody that's listening. You can follow me on Twitter. I have to give a shout out to my baby, Anthony Tony, who recorded the first episode of his new podcast, Shit Talk No Fragrance. It is dropping, I believe, Saturday. They actually went into a studio and recorded. So the whole production is going to be dope. So everybody Why are you just trying to shit on us right now, Lauren? She said they actually went to... Oh, oh my God. Oh, my gosh. No shade. My bad. My bad. No shade, no shade. We're out here trying to do some things, you know. I yeah. totally understand. No, I'm. You know what? But no, I'm super proud of him. So I have to give a shout out to them in that podcast. Y'all go follow him. He's Anthony Tony on Facebook, and I don't know if he is on Twitter because I'm not be on there. But y'all check out the podcast if y'all see it. It's called Shit Talk No Fragrance. Uh oh, one more thing before we close out, just. You're probably going to see this on Twitter. You're probably going to see this everywhere. But so apparently there is a FBI agent dancing at a bar about 1245. He shot somebody. Go ahead. Barely. So, yes, uh, he was in the club dancing the bar endeavor. And he he was putting a yes, little moves. You know what I'm saying? Like for uh, intoxicated, uh, allegedly intoxicated white man. And he he nailed a backflip. Which is impressive. He had on some tight, uh, some tight. Uh, what are the things called? Uh, khakis. My, boy, my boyfriend can do a backflip too. Well, he nailed. The, well, he landed. It was nice. So he, he nailed the backflip, but his pistol fell off the back of his uh, his pants, and when it fell off the back of his pants, it discharged. So, yes, the Denver police is now investigating the FBI agent that uh, let his pistol go off in a public place. But the crazy thing is, when you watch the video, the people after the gunshot fired off, they reacted like it was pretty normal like they were like oh the dude just threw his hands up like oh my bad my bad my bad like nobody ran like there was like oh all right gun <laughs> went off it's lit like whatever like just keep it moving so this happened but did, did he said. shoot somebody the bullet went off i'm pretty sure he shot somebody because it went off in the open I thought it did. Okay. it kind of it kind of ankle or a kneecap or something we still need guns in schools okay we still need to give these teachers these guns all okay? right oh. yeah no Sarcasm. You said this happened in Denver? Yeah. Well, marijuana is legal there. So. He might have been high. No, he's right. mm. but it is what it is. But yeah, uh, as always, uh, the woods when life is important, but the affair is vital. We out. Peace. It's past my bedtime. I gotta go. Hollow. <laughs>